You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Ding dong. Hello? Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. I didn't get here because I was cute. Or because I came from some famous wrestling family. Or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. Frustrated into the goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. Rhett made a very, very selfish decision. Brett's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Brett screwed Brett. I have no sympathy whatsoever for Brett. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Three ain't enough. Now I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. Oh, my goodness. What do we do? There's a one. There's a two. Oh, Oh, wow. Welcome, everyone. Three Count Thursday. We are live October the 14th, 2021. We are still the podcast of the millennium, and uh, we are glad to be back with you on a Thursday night if you're following along with us live. We appreciate that. Give us a like and a share. Get some people in here. Uh, Make sure you go to our website, threecountthursday.com. That's where you'll find all of our social media links, our YouTube page, our merchandise at tpublic.com and whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Our Patreon, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Our collar and elbow brand deal. Use promo code three count for 10% off each and every purchase over at uh, collar and elbow brand store. Our home network, NGSC Sports, over at ngscsports.com. And the secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network. Ryan, where can the people find that? It's right. It's right above Mark. There, it's uh, l e e i b sports dot com. That's Other the one. Mark. Other, yeah, there you go. There you go. That a boy, Mark. Um, look at Mark. Kit Kat was it a Kit Kat T shirt? What's the uh, what's the banner of the week Kit-Kat behind fr- you? Fruity cereal, Kit Kat. 
the, the banner of the week. I'm trying to get sponsors here for the show, so I'm appealing to the rap kind of scene here with the uh, Drake tapes. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. It's uh, oh, hi Mark. It's so good. The, the passion fruit brand is really good. Is it? I've never. Um, uh, passion fruit. Yes, Tim. Drake, I do have a you know, Drake question. Has... I have a question really quick. So we're we're about uh, our our sponsorship opportunities now. Intern Mark, um, was this did this come about before or after your stop at the Legends of the Ring uh, <laughs> convention that we were all at? Or we we the royal we the collective we Thursday, um, where uh, you were reportedly um, sending people to every table but three count Thursdays, <laughs> uh, and more focused on purchasing a blue meanie shirt as opposed to I don't know taking pictures for the three count Thursday Instagram. Uh-oh. Is that um is there is that a factual statement there, uh intern Mark or or were my uh were my super sleuths on the scene? Did you get bad intel? I uh, did I get bad intel? That's the uh, question. Mom, I'm I'm doing the podcast with my friends. <laughs> Mom. No, I'll eat the mac and cheese later. No, I muted my mic, Mom. They can't hear you. Thanks, Mom. I must have a bad connection here, Tim. Yeah, we had a great time at that. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. Hi, boys. We had a great time there down in Philly. We had Riley Madison there and uh, Gabby Ortiz stopped by. There was uh, Bushwhacker Luke, I think, was walking around. He was not. Um, Ricky Morton. <laughs> no, the, the guy outside. Oh. It was Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> it was a great time. And there's no place I'd rather been with two of my bestest friends. That's my bestest friend Matt and Ryan Smokey Miller. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll is that right, Matt? We'll we'll dive into that in a second. We should probably just ask ask you, Mark. How you doing? Well, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm doing pretty good. Good. Yeah, we had I had a great night last night at trivia for the first time ever. Oh no! We had a perfect round at trivia. Oh, first time no. ever. It was '90s music. I mean, we crushed it. Oh, we crushed it. I couldn't have done it out was done it without Smokey and the rest of the team. It was a great ridiculous. Um, oof, uh, so good. Nineties music. Man, um, we would have gotten the perfect score had it been for those Dixie chicks. Those those darn Dixie chicks. Um, Matt, I'm afraid to ask. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm a free agent when it comes to trivia now, so I'm doing very well because I am open to join any other trivia team at Funk's Brewing on Wednesdays. Um, So if you are looking for someone to take down the the juggernaut team that Mark likes to assemble, feel free to let me know. A good friend of mine, Mike Shoup, and I have already formed a Disney team for the next time that there is said trivia at Funk's. Oh, my. There you have it. Wait. My my connection's a little slow here. It sounded did you say you formed an alliance with my good long time close personal friend Mike Shoot? My long time friend Shots fired. Yes. Shots fired. Mike checking in with us. Devin checking in. Notice Ryan has a clean face. Clean shaved face this week. So Ryan. <laughs> because 
Not a not <laughs> a clean a... face, just a clean shave. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have a clean face. I'm not close enough to it at the moment. To... I thought it was Shavin last week. I can't remember. I I really I can't remember. Nah, Devin would have remembered. He would have. Yeah, Ryan, how you doing? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I can't speak for Disney trivia, but I was with with Mark. Uh, introduced to his friends as. This is my friend Ryan Smokey Miller. Like they give a shit, uh, and then I and then yeah, I learned everybody good. everybody's nickname was the the uh, American Armadillo Daniel Bryan, not the wrestler. Uh, there was what Wacky Wendy. That Wacky and, Wendy was there, and the Balloon Guy Tony, the Balloon Man, or Balloon Man, Balloon Man. But He's his business is guy. the Balloon Guy. So like, That's why correct. would you put his business over? I get it. I should have known better. <laughs> But, uh, I, I'll, I'll probably never remember their names, time. but I will definitely remember their nicknames. Uh, and again, I can't speak for Driv- Disney trivia, but I thought we, uh, I thought we kicked some ass there. I, who would have? I, who else would have known Tom's Diner was sung by Suzanne Vega? But us, I would have known. Um, a, that way, yeah. It's I fair. feel like Matt would have known. Yeah, that's a bop. How, that's a great how song. many? How many questions did Mark answer the trivia last night, Ryan? Mark, Mark. Uh, so round one was '90s country. Uh, and Mark goes, oh. Point zero. This one is This Kiss, which was the song by Faith Hill. So we got that one right. Okay. But I had also known that, so we didn't need him. I oh, he, I didn't realize, though, last night the Oak Ridge Boys were uh, more of a 70s, 80s band, not 90s. They were not. They were Uh-oh. not in the 90s. Mike's, Mike's, uh, Mike might be calling a shot, Tim. Mm. Just uh, putting you You'd be doing me a favor. <laughs> I want the world to understand I'm doing pretty good because I didn't watch. I'm wa- You want to know? The most doing? wrestling I've watched all week is right now on independentwrestling.tv. Uh, beyond promo code three count. Uh, no promo code. Son of a uh, bitch. But, but uh, independentwrestling.tv. Uh, Beyond Wrestling has their oh, Uncharted Territory series, what a series and friends of the podcast, Victor Benjamin and Lady Frost are on the show How about that? Uh, right now as Victor Benjamin, the savage gentleman is going one on one with the dirty daddy himself, Chris Dickinson. How about that? He's a dirty daddy, Jim. You yeah. should bathe him. How about that? All right. Well, he's he's not he's not cashing in tonight. Hey, you want to cash in on uh, next week so I don't have to watch uh, Crown Jewel? That'd be great. Also, well, no, 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 pod- no, because Crown Jewel is next Thursday, so Crown Jewel would be on the following week's picks. Okay, cool. He can do that, That's and fair. if he wants to, he can also fill in for me, and he can do viewers' choice for me. That'd be great too. If he wants to do, that. oh, are you doing? Well, I guess you would because it's a WWE pay per view. Because Marcus, will, I don't know if Marcus will be able to get off in time. Because you like to do it. I the scorecard guys are not doing a scorecard for it. Oh, they're not. They oh, the not. one I would, the one I would smoke everybody on. They won't oh, do. Okay. sure. You just have to pick Goldberg, and you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I was right. going to say we will. Uh, we will address those picks. Very quickly later in the show, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got everybody. We're going around the room. He says, 
Tim, Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well, Mark. I'm doing well. Uh, really, really good. Very happy. I'm a happy guy. Maybe. Do you think after the show you can talk to Matt for me? I don't know. He's he's pretty ups- he's pretty upset. He's pretty upset, Mark. No, did you not? Do you not know the feud now between Mark and and Matt? Why do you think I they're don't... on opposite sides of the uh, opposite corners of the of the screen today? Like, I don't, gentlemen, I whoa, was, whoa! Streamyard wouldn't even a... let me put them near each other. Actually, I mean, I, I didn't guess, know there was a blood feud. I guess when I said feud, that that would, took it a little far. Because honestly, if it came down to trivia, I, I wouldn't really be too concerned. Um, if it if it came to Disney trivia, Mark, you could you could fix this and just acknowledge him. I mean, you could. You're acting like well, you're acting like Tim. Oh, oh God, he could put the red lights up. <laughs> Matt was getting mad, and the red lights kicked on. <laughs> I, I tell you, it was a good thing, if I recall correctly, that Disney trivia. There you go. You I got you, you, you got you got Devin, Matt. There you go, Matt. I'm you, fine with that. There you go. I'll take it. I, Devin, uh, you started in a, uh, a Disney movie, didn't you? He was in the field goal kicking, garbage pick in Philadelphia Phenomenon. Was he? Yeah, he was an extra in that movie. I didn't know that. It was a garbage can. <laughs> no, move on. I'm just oh. fucking with him. He was that's not. And that's acknowledging him. <laughs> way out of line. Way out of line. Acknowledge him. I was. I apologize, Devin. I acknowledge you as Poor being Devin. better than Tim. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do this before we get into anything else. On this day. We're looking, of course, at uh, October the 14th in pro wrestling history. A few birthdays today. Blackjack Lanza was born today in 1935. Uh, Nikolai Volkov, born today in 1947. Dan Spivey, 1952. And Stacy Keebler was born today in 1979. On this day. 1989, WWF holds their King of the Ring tournament in Providence, Rhode Island at the Providence Civic Center. Uh, Tito Santana defeated Rick Martel in the finals to become the King of the Ring. 2002, Chris Jericho and Christian defeat the Hurricane and Kane for the World Tag Team Championship in Montreal, Quebec. This is the first title change for the tag strap since becoming an exclusive to the Raw brand. 2017, a wrestling holds their third Bound for Glory pay-per-view from the arena at Gwinnett Center in Duluth, Georgia, in front of 4,000 fans. The tagline for the event was Redemption. The show featured one dark match, nine main card matches, and in the main event, Sting defeated Kurt Angle to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Duluth is beautiful this time of year, Jim. Just just beautiful and in 2012 tna wrestling holds their eighth bound for glory pay-per-view from the gcu arena in phoenix arizona in front of 2,900 fans the tagline for the event was history will be made the show featured eight matches and in the main event jeff hardy defeated redacted aa to win the tna world heavyweight championship those are the events that occurred in pro wrestling history all right, let's move right into this. Since John Moxley says way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the 
second half of the wrestling year, at least in the calendar of Three Count Thursday, starts this week, week 27 uh, in our rankings. Is there anybody that wants to kick us off this week? Tim. I will. Tim, go ahead. Um, Before I do so, uh, another friend of the podcast, Delmi Exo, is uh, now making her, I don't know if this is her Beyond debut, but she's uh, taking on Megan... Megan Bain. Uh, I think that's her name. I didn't pay attention too much. Megan but... Bain. Megan Bain. <laughs> um, going to make a big splash tonight, Tim. Oh, yeah. You know, not all the stars are in the sky or whatever. <laughs> uh, you got that right, buddy old pal. <laughs> not all stars belong to the sky. That's right. Um, I see what you did there. Yeah, I sure did. So... He should have Look, been I'm waving at you. My God. Can I make my picks? Yes, go ahead. Thank you. Go I'm gonna go hook, Tim. <laughs> I'm going to beat him. So um my number one pick, I should have made it Jane last McMahon. week. <laughs> the best in the world. It perfect. It was good timing. You can't be upset. Tim doesn't need this podcast. He can walk at any moment. Shane McMahon! Mike says it's pausing so he can catch it. Uh, Tim. All right. Dare I say try again? I will try again. So... I should have made him number one last week, but I forgot. So I'm going to make him number one this week, and I'm going to add his. I will acknowledge him for services past rendered. Last weekend, he became the new absolute and intense champion of AIW. And this past weekend, he reclaimed his internet championship and saved his career at GCW. Matt Cardona is my number one for this week uh number two beating wheeler yuda for the independent wrestling championship alex shelley and number three the newly christened nxt north american champion cashing in his breakout tournament contract um interrupting a fine match between isaiah swerve scott and santos escobar is carmelo hayes all right anybody want to go next those are good picks matt tim tim Tim, those are great picks tim (laughs) ryan would you like to go next i feel like matt should matt would you like Uh, i'm i'm fine with ryan going next that's fine damn it (laughs) go ahead ryan all right so uh ryan i had carmelo hayes as my number three again cashing in and the new NXT North American champion down there in NXT 2.0. It was nice to see a guy that I've actually know his name (laughs) wrestle on that program. So that was cool. Uh, Number two is Alex Shelley, the new IWTV independent uh, wrestling champion beating Wheeler Uter um, uh, at IWTV. That was last Thursday. So I'm invoking the Thursday follows the next week clause. Mm -hmm. Same with my number one pick. Old Alexander Hammerstone, the uh, new MLW World Heavyweight Champion, defeating Jacob Fatu at Fightland. 
Um, real good match that took place there in Philadelphia um, that aired last week. So congratulations to Hammerstone. A uh, Hammerstone dose belts, I suppose, right now. I think I saw he has surrendered the the open weight championship. Oh, did he? Right? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. The national the national championship has been surrendered. So my I stand corrected. Hammerstone Uno belt. The uh, the referee fumbled Mike's uh, cash in attempt, so he wasn't sure what to do with the briefcase. So we're gonna it's gonna hold off for for another week here. Jim, I thought you were calling the shot with it right there behind you. I, I see the briefcase. Yeah, I have it right there it by is. the we're urn. Getting close. I can feel it. Yeah, it's right there. And then we got the urn. It's spooky season, so busted the urn back out. Um, Matt or Tim? Yeah, speaking of uh, or uh, Mark? Sorry, Tim. Of- I was going to say, speaking of spooky season, I hope Matt will be my boo again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not with the efforts like that. <laughs> done. Done. <laughs> um, Mark or Matt? Hey, would either Ahmed, be, come on back, Ahmed. Would you, would you like to go next? I will go. All right. Go ahead, Matt. Try to save us. Uh, for my number three wrestler of the week, I had Savannah Evans uh, winning the Daphne Memorial Monsters Ball match at Knockouts Knockdown, which did tape like three weeks ago, but actually aired last Friday. Yeah, we go so. by we go by air dates. So perfect. Um, my number two, Carmelo Hayes for the cash in. Um, solid match prior to that, but uh, a title win is a title win, and the number one. Wrestler of the week is going to be Mar- Mercedes Martinez for winning the knockouts knockdown tournament. Uh, again, filmed a few weeks ago, aired the other night. Very good. A solid overall pay-per-view or whatever they're calling it. Um, if you get the chance to watch it, I think it's like four bucks. It's worth the four bucks. That's not bad. I think we had a lot of friends on that on that show too. A lot she of people did. we know and. A lot of friends of the show yeah. were on. Were on yeah. there. Uh, Mark, would you like to go next? Okay. I'll go next. I don't know if I can follow Matt. War games. There's some big shoes to fill. <laughs> In war games! War games! War games! War games! Did the Sea Stars wrestle at uh, Knockdown's Knockout? I thought it was Game Wars. Games. 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 Tim looks disgusted. He just, he is just done. To answer your question, Ryan, no, they did not. Oh, it's a shame. It is. Mark hasn't moved in a couple seconds. Yeah, Mark, you still with us? Promotion. They got the C stars. Started. Like I like and the the sad part like I can actually see you guys this week, but I still don't even know if he's just fucking with me or not. I, like it's, I can hear you now. Good, good. At Forty seconds later, um, do you want to give your can can your mom to get off the fucking dial up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell tell her to tell her to stop searching the 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 onlines. Um, can you want to give us your picks for the week, Mark? Mom's got mail. <laughs> okay. So I had, You've uh, got mail. So number three, I went with the. I went with uh, Mercedes Martinez. I think is her name there. Yeah, there's the glare. Yeah, this Mercedes Martinez. You know she uh, she's coming there to 
Impact Wrestling, and, and you know, I like her a lot. She's a darn nice woman. Very nice. And she's uh, she's really going to make a difference there. Not as big as a splash of the sea stars would, but she's going to at least try to be a big fish in a small pond, I guess you could say. I love how his voice speeds up and then slows down. Know, so then number two, I have Carmella. She uh, be Car- Carmella became the uh, the Northwest champion in NXT, cashing in the money in the bank. That was good. Good match. I liked it. And then uh, I went with the number one, the former president, Alexander Hamilton, because who knew he could wrestle? He took the MLW championship. Great match. Now, I heard he's injured. I don't know if that's true, but for now, at least this week, Alexander Hamilton is my MLW champion. Was that well? I think did Aaron Burr did the run in after the match, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that Aaron? I shouldn't encourage Burr. him. I shouldn't encourage they, him. They probably could use a little better officiating there in uh, MLW. Tim, this is. Did wouldn't you, you wish you just Burr. had something here to say to like cut Mark off? We can hear a music ditty, and then Jim gives his picks. I don't say things like SM. To upset you, that I did today. Yes, this is upset. But not normally. Normally, you do. That's typically the only reason you do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm say. trying to think of any other time. I was going to say I don't upset <laughs> them if not to annoy Tim, because it used to be to annoy War me. Games. Then... <laughs> War games. War games. War games. War games. Is, if uh, if you'd like, I could, this week? I could literally just watch wrestling and be silent all week. If, if that's we what you want. We don't want you to watch wrestling. We I want don't... tonight to be no different than the rest of your week. <laughs> right. uh, I appreciate Yeah, that. Why should tonight be different? Because it's actual independent wrestling that's on, on right now. I mean, that's fair. And I, and I actually saw Twitter and was like, oh, that's right. Uncharted Territory is on. So I'm um, going to watch it. So I'll give mine. They, Sounds like some dangerous look... waters. They look completely identical to Mark's, and I've noticed over the last couple of weeks that <laughs> they've been identical, um, which is actually a really good thing, so I should just probably just start throwing all the WWE guys I want to get more points to out there, so Mark j- just helps me continue to stack the deck. I'll follow suit. He's, uh, just, he, just throw out like a I'm Matt Moon <laughs> right? and just see if he bites. He's uh he's a good intern. He's definitely a good intern. He's trying to he's trying to keep his job, but uh yeah, for the reasons given I need this job. I got kids. So here's here's what we do. I got Here, kids. Here's what we actually do. One week when we distribute our picks to each other. One week we all need to conspiracize and give fake picks in the chat. And then I, in a separate chat that it. doesn't involve him, we'll do our real picks, and let's see how close his picks are to our real picks, and not our fake picks. I like it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> see, even Wait, even Mark likes it. Who uh, who are we talking about, Matt? Yeah, we're yeah. talking. Yeah, we're talking about Matt. Oh, hi, Mark. Matt so you think you think Mark sees Jim's lists and goes, "Sounds good." Copies and pastes and goes. Why did I put Mercedes Martinez and like Google searches that? Possibly. 
We'll I mean, I was, I was actually kind of surprised that Jim had Mercedes Martinez on his list. Well, she was a former WWE so wrestler. Maybe okay. No, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I also, I also don't know if I'm more concerned that uh, Mark uh, is taking picks from someone, or that he thinks that Alexander Hamilton was actually a president <laughs> when there is a famous musical on the Disney Plus network that definitely outlines the fact that the secretary of the treasury was assassinated before even having the opportunity to run for president. Tim, you know, he doesn't pay for the Disney plus network. He pays. Mark for... doesn't look like a Disney plus guy. He at all. pays Paramount, for well, that maybe. He pays... stomped out in Disney trivia. I say he pays for the one that has the 90 day collection on it. All right. To be fair, I went back to last week and the first two hangman and, uh, MSK were identical to Jim's, but then Mark inexplicably had Bianca Belair as his third. Oh, did he? Okay, so he switched the third, the third pick last week. He saw a tweet with her on it. And that that was a rogue pick because no one else had Bianca Belair. Yeah, on I don't, their top three. Like, she I is the EST because uh, was that coming off of when I saw her in uh, Baltimore? I thought she put on a good performance. Oh, that's right. You did go to SmackDown two weeks that's, ago. That, that's fair. It adds up. It adds up. I think I that's suppose. what it was. The math checks out. Speaking of the math, Tim, where does that leave us for the week? I was going to buy a t-shirt of hers outside <laughs> from the guy, but the cops showed up. <laughs> it's good to see the Hebner family still found a job during these troubling times. Hey, uh, number one, ridiculous. Oops. Oh, they're, they're cops now. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, bootlegged t-shirt. Yes. Alexander Hammerstone. Alexander Hamilton. Oh, my God. Do we have a Hamilton sound effect? We probably don't, right? I I did not. I never thought I would need one on this show. That's a really, really good point. (laughs) Is there an Alexander Hamilton sound I mean, probably a a clip from one of the songs from the show. You know, the the part where... Oh, Lin fuck, Manuel, he's got a gun! Something like that. Lin Manuel Miranda it. sings Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> be the only one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alexander Hammerstone Hamilton. did not throw away his shot, and he is number one uh, for the week with 15 points. Carmelo Hayes, number two with 11 total points. Mercedes Martinez, uh, sick typo. Uh, oh, seven son of a bitch. Points. Martines. It's okay. Last week, I totally God said damn. that we went on the air on October 6th, Mother and we fucker. definitely didn't. Um, and number four, that. Alex Shelley uh, earning six points and uh, oh, one Shelley. point towards his total. Um, there, you go. there it is. Hello. <laughs> so on now, what this means for our top 10 standings? Well, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not it is exactly thing. the same. Uh, the only thing that's changed is the week on the graphic. Uh, everyone oh. stays the same. Um, the person, um, I believe Mercedes Martinez actually jumped up. She was originally on the list with four points. She now has eight. Um, as a reminder, if you go to three count Thursday.com and you click on the three count wrestler of the year link at the top of the website, it will give you a breakdown as to how we come up with our weekly and yearly points as well as a neat Google Doc that I curate once a week 
uh, which outlines all of the picks and all of our point getters from Roman Reigns to Brock Lesnar, because Brock only has one point and Roman Reigns is number one. How many points does Adnan Verk have? More than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Is that uh, is this the is this the point of the show where I tell you uh, who who has similar point totals? I would like to know the bottom eight. The bottom eight. So not ten, not five. Such an arbitrary eight. number, but okay. I had to think of it. So if it's a tie, don't read the tie. I don't want any more than eight. Well, so there is a tie. <laughs> There are 19 people with one point. That's a lot of people with one point. I That's will read eight times two plus, plus three. three. I'll two. allow it. So I can read all 19. If you want, I will. <laughs> so to give you the depth and breadth of everyone that has made the list, our bottom 19 in 80th place, negative one. Uh, the former Alexa Bliss, now Alexa Blunt. Uh, Andrade El Idolo. Christopher Daniels. Red Death Daniel Garcia. Dante Martin. Dragon Lee. Eva Marie. Kevin Owens. Killian McMurphy. King Nakamura. Kushida. Paul Heyman. Raquel Gonzalez. Sasha Banks. Seamus, Shotzi Blackheart, Trish Adora, and Alex Shelley. Wow. There we go. That's the bottom. The old one-point gang. The old bottom 19. The old one-point gang. <laughs> That's going to wrap up week 27. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. Question of the week. Uh, so, Ryan, you're actually bringing us the three count question of the week this week, not just the sound bite. So, why don't, that. Why don't you, uh, Ryan? Why don't you give give us the topic? <laughs> uh, the topic was uh, let's let's rank the uh, the promotions of professional wrestling in the United States. Mm-hmm. Assuming that the WWE and AEW are one and two, I didn't want to get into the fight with AEW marks. Um, say AEW is number one and WWE. I don't give a shit about that. One and two are clearly WWE, AEW. Flip them, flop them, however you want. I want to know your three, four, and five. I like that. Anybody want to kick us off? I will. All right, go ahead, Matt. Uh, so number three, I'm going to put impact. Do I have to quantify these or can I just give, uh, if you choose to elaborate on, on why or like, what, I feel like my three and four are pretty self-explanatory. Sure. So three is impact Four, I'm going to put ring of honor. Um, and then five in terms of making waves and, and growing as a company, you would think it would be MLW, but I'm going to give that nod to GCW. Okay. Solid. 
Now, okay, so I watched. Who was your four? Ring of Honor. ROH, okay. I watched MLW um, last Fine week. Fine referee in there. Was is is was it the like the way the show was shot, or is their ring really that small? Because the ring looked really small. Did anybody else sure. watch? I, I, I'm assuming it's what a sixteen. I've seen it before. I didn't notice it being small, but I that like I don't know. And it might have when like, you only watch the WWE and they're twenty by twenty, it will look small. Yeah, but when it, you watch anything other, AEW is not twenty. 20 by 20 i don't think impact is it may have impact also has impact still sides. Have eight sides no. right eight sides it's an <laughs> octagon it's <an> eight sides <laughs> um and it may have been because like their camera angle was pointing down a bit so it may have like may have made it look smaller i don't know it just, like it, it, it or it could have been the lens or something i don't know it just not that it was bad it just, it just was like the ring for the for the there was a there was a fatal four way with uh the um it was Tajiri one, right? Tajiri won that, yeah. And with the four guys he was, gonna, he was gonna make my list. With the four guys in the referee, it just the the ring looked t- very small. Yes, Tim. I just watched a wrestling match in twenty twenty one that ended with a drop kick. How? <laughs> Mamma mia. Rock and roll <laughs> No, just a regular straight up drop kick. I didn't. Mama mia! I I need it. Indies are crap. <laughs> like I didn't know that was who was the uh, who was the wrestler? drop kicker. Rhett Titus. Ooh, Rhett Titus does have a nice drop kick. He does top three of all time. <laughs> He's ring on the money. I guess the Eagles must have tied it up. We got a. They did. Got a touchdown. Wow! I also put the Eagles in the one point gang. <laughs> generous oh, oh. um but yeah it just was it was just a question um who are they playing tonight Detroit? no no uh anybody want to go next uh, are we just gonna art donovan him who mark why he he asked a question he was like it was are they playing detroit it was I just sp- like no. Yeah, we said no. N- next. Yeah, we going said on. no. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what else? Mark, name other, other, than... name other football teams you think it might be. <laughs> we have Mark, all night. Mark, name me three players on the Detroit Lions currently. <laughs> oh, Dan P would know this. No. You don't get the phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no. no I, I, I don't know who they're playing. No. Hell no. <laughs> I love how oh, his response... Around. I love how his response to not being able to tell you three people on the Lions is, I don't know who they're playing. (laughs) Mookie Wilson. Mookie Wilson is one. Okay. How did he get that? Google. (laughs) That's why his his internet locked up because he's quick searching on the other (laughs) screen. Quick searching. But no, Mookie Wilson was not actually one. Yeah, that Mookie Blaylock. Wrong, oh. sir. Wrong. Mookie Betts. Mookie yeah, Wilson Mookie was Wilson, on like the um, the eighties Mets, Strawberry right? And <laughs> yeah. Brett Favre. 
Is he just gonna keep naming oh, like yeah, different? He's just gonna just keep saying Mookie with different uh, last Leather, names. Leather, we're just gonna keep talking over him trying to name rest name I mean, football players because we know it's wrong. Well, well he's only actually named one football player, and that was Brett Favre. The other two were baseball. Yeah, it's a really good thing he didn't know who Car- Carmelo Anthony was because we got through Carmelo Hayes without him saying that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Now he said Carmela. Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh shit! Yeah. He did say Carmela. That's right. Prince Street. <laughs> Carmela from uh, Staten Island, the princess. That that's her. That is her. Does any would anybody like to go next for the uh, for the question of the week? I can the three count. We'll question go. of the week. That's right. Twice. Damn, I feel real important. <laughs> we'll get the bottom row out of the way. Yeah, I, I also went with Impact Wrestling as number three. Uh, they have. Um, do they have a TV deal? I don't know. They did the TV thing. They have a streaming platform that they have available. Um, a ton of history with them. I feel like they are a clear-cut number three. Um, a strong partnership with YouTube. Great. They, they used to do Twitchies, but I don't think they Twitch anymore. They got that taken care of. Um, my number four right now, I have GCW. I don't think there is a wrestling organization with more momentum than GCW. Um, you don't have to love deathmatch wrestling, but when you tune into a GCW show, you get um, some of the greatest catch wrestling that you're going to see. You're going to get a deathmatch. You're going to get some Lucha high flippy dues. It is a quality entertaining card from crust to tip, as we would say. The um, GCW is my number four. Uh, number five is um, Ring of Honor Wrestling, but unfortunately, I think for ROH, history can only carry them so far. Um, and you look at the history and the lineage of, of what ROH is, and it's it's fantastic and it's a blast to watch. But if they don't watch it, MLW, I think, is creeping right around the corner and can easily knock them off this list within a year. So ROH, number five for now, but watch out. Charlie says, Mark, I love you. But what's up with the camera angle? <laughs> Out of all the things that you could pick, that's the big show <laughs> angle. It, it, like all the things you could pick with intern Mark, it's it's not the choppy internet, it's not the random ass backdrops. It's 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 the camera angle. You can see the colors though, which is important. You can see the light. Yeah, he has lights now. So we're we're gonna go with camera angle. Have lights. The, is the issue? I I I would have I would have picked. You see me now, Charlie. I would have picked internet speed and quality myself, but <laughs> camera that's angle. Just me. That's that's just Shout me. Out to the good I, folks at CenturyLink. Mark, have you thought about trying to stream through the Superbox? Oh God! Do you God. think that would? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I, I, right I now think the, the kids I, are using it to watch uh, Tampa Bay take on Philly. I think the I think the feds would mind though. I think that's the problem. That's a fair point. Uh, Tim or Mark, either of you, something else. Either of you like to go? Would you like me to go? Mark can go. Mark, Mark, go ahead. Now, what are we we talking about? The pick for tonight's game, or what what are we talking about? We're we're talking the question of the week. You know, like Smokey says, the three count question of the week with the uh, the number three, four, and five on the uh, on the wrestling promotion. Save me, Lou. Lou checks in. How's it going, Lou? Hey, Lou, did I tell you Smokey had a lot of answers last night? He didn't have questions, but he had answers last night at 90s Music Trivia. That's what we heard. I'm sure happy he was there. What a team. 
Who reminds me that the trivia team we had <laughs> So, Mark, uh, we, uh, the top three. Yeah. Well, after after WWE yeah. and AEW. Correct. Um, I had uh, so number four. I had. Uh, I guess maybe I should give you number three. You you do it however you want, man. You're 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 the I artist had, here. Well, you know what? I was thinking uh, I got to go with Impact, and I'm not a huge fan. I'm sorry if that upsets anybody. It upsets but, Jordan Grace, I'll tell you that much. Sure does. Know, that's why. And, and Deanna Perrazzo, and I mean, I had to go with it. So I'm going to go with Impact. But it was tough. And then uh, number four, I got to go with GCW. GCW, I, and I was torn. Between four and five, putting Ring of Honor in four, but I think GCW is, is bumped Ring of Honor out of that spot, in my opinion. <laughs> Man, Devin firing the shot there. Mute Mark for the love of God. Devin's still Devin's upset, upset about that Dutch Wonderland comment. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know. Man. I, I didn't know he had Dutch in his, his, uh, his bloodline. I'm sorry. He's very upset. I'm sorry, Devin. I'm making a shoe fly pie to make it up to you. Ooh, what a lucky guy. I'd make it wet bottom, too. How do you like that? Speaking of wet bottom shoe fly pies, have you guys been to Roots Country Market recently? I, yeah, I, just this week. I feel like I'll make it wet bottom. How do you like that? Ought to be a sound effect. <laughs> yeah, let's see if I, yeah, I'll, I'll make it wet bottom. How do you like that? Yeah, it's somewhere around 45 ish. God dang it. I'll make it a wet bottom. How do you like that? That'd be great. Perfect. I'll tell you what, the Countryside Bakery has some of the best wet bottom shoe fly pies you'll find anywhere. Why don't you tell what? us tell us a little bit more about that? Well, no, why don't you tell us number five? <laughs> oh, yeah, tell us number five first. I and then I want to hear all it. about wet bottom shoe fly pies at Countryside Bakery I this Tuesday he, at Rose. I thought he already put oh, Ring of Honor at five. all night about wet bottom shoe fly pies. Oh, is it Ring of Honor? Yeah, I, yeah. I got ROH at five. All right, let's talk about shoe fly pie. You know, it was, it was tough. All right, let me tell you all about the first thing Marion does. Who not right. only is all right, Tim. You want to? Uh... <laughs> you froze him too. Tim oh, looks. Tim looks like a broken man. I tell you what, Tim just. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Uh, I'm getting ready for vacation. That's fair. Like, That's fair. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is my Friday. For all for seven days. Are you going Tomorrow anywhere? Tomorrow is Friday. I'm staying home, man. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, I, Ryan shut up. Just Fridays. Just my Friday is two Fridays. Details, Ryan. Because I'm off next week too. Um, but yeah, I'm just ready. I'm done. Some checks out, man. You're just I'm you're so just taking checking. a you're just taking are a you, break. Yeah. Are, are you coming up to the seven one seven at all? I could. On like a Wednesday, maybe. Wednesday night. That's trivia at Funks. <laughs> You know, I might, I, I, I might could, you know, if there's a team looking for me, looking for someone who wants to, you know, put their flag in the ground. I do have a spot available, Tim, on my team. And they have, uh, they have a patty melt, and they put uh, barbecue sauce in the onion fries. It is a fantastic, that... and they like fry the bread. Oh my goodness, that sounds good. Do, what's the topic next milk. week, Ryan? Do you know? I actually I don't know. We'd have to unmute Mark, and that's a dangerous <sighs> can you, game. Can you look it up on on the internet? I don't think I don't think they put it out yet. Oh. 
But uh, do we want to check? Know, uh, Devin, Devin, you already said your answers. You don't get to change them. <laughs> <laughs> what did Devin say? Did they change? Oh yeah, they certainly did. He said this is what he said the first time. Um, I like how he spelled out all the numbers too. Yes. Now um, we, there's no confusion. I mean, there shouldn't be because uh, we're you know we're always the number three well, count Thursday. That's true. But then he says, number three is impact. We twisted his arm, I think. I think that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know. MLW bumped from four just to off his list completely. You know what? What has MLW done for him lately? MLW? W. MLW. I mean, I hear they have an open spot for a referee, so maybe. MLW. Not yet. Not yet, they don't. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Lou says, what goes off the rails first, this show or the Eagles D? He says the Eagles D. I mean, the Eagles D is, is close, but I feel like we've been off the rails say, for that, I don't, I'm not minutes. sure if either were ever on the rails to go off the rails. I'll tell you what. Right. The Eagles D is about as fast as Mark's internet. <laughs> that explains it. Before we get to Tim's picks, Mark, uh, how's it going to the shoe five plays? Like, like, Man, and then you'll you'll be coming back for seconds. I'm telling you right now, Big Jim. Man, that coming sounds back for seconds. Right? Mm. What bumps you fly by? It does. I probably told you a little too much about the secret recipe, but uh, <sighs> yeah, no, I, they they will be very upset. But we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to pay them off with that Patreon money that we have. Patreon.com/slash Three Count Thursday. Uh, uh, Tim, sweet sweet Patreon money. Tim, go ahead with your uh, your picks for the question of the week. So I want to take my picks a little differently than what have been done so far as, as, okay. a, as opposed to choosing like the top promotions as far as like success. But I want to talk about like, if I were a wrestler, the top promotions that I would look to go to wrestle. Oh. Um, obviously oh. WWE <laughs> WWE and its intellectual properties is number one just because they've had a 50-year head start. AEW hot on the heels. Right now, there's not a wrestling brand hotter than GCW. GCW is number three for me. Okay. Um, They have this weird steel of like ECW plus FMW. Sure. If you watch the latest Dark Side of the Ring, well, one of the latest Dark Side of the Rings uh, with the story of FMW, what GCW's got, their fan base is so rabid. Everything hits. And they're just so forgiving. And the, the scale that they're on is 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 I, I think they not like the CZW fan base that was tired of rooting for a shitty company and wanted to like go back to what the company was and so they benefited from that in my opinion right for sure um i mean czw i think it's a rap that they just were ultra violent but they had really really good wrestling matches there too they absolutely um i mean a lot of this tournament man the best the best were were just fantastic indie wrestling highlights but uh you're right you're ultimately right it was it was a shit run company from uh an unsavory character if you will and uh they definitely benefited from that does it does it impact you uh tim because they were almost my number three they just don't have a tv outlet 
I don't that's think... what like hurt me in their ranking. Who impact? No, well, impact or... I guess doesn't either. Right. I mean, you could they they're on TV, but could you tell me where they are? Pop TV. They have been Destination on Pop America. TV I think they're still on Destination America. Yeah, I think so. Are, are they, they really? Guide channel. No, I it's, think they it's are. Access, isn't it? Oh, it is I, I watch them on YouTube, so yeah, I have no it idea. It is access. And, and, that, and, and, and Matt's making a point is that I don't think you have to have, I think this notion. I think we're and, beyond and, that, yeah. Yeah, the, and it, this, will connect, this will connect a, another topic that we had, but it's like there's the talks of AEW doing the buy-in on YouTube during SmackDown. YouTube is a viable entertainment platform. Sure. That's beyond cable. And everyone across the world has access to YouTube. Not everybody has access to cable television. I mean, like there's very TV few people that TNT. have access to access TV. That's very true. I mean, if we're and being if we're being brutally honest, like un- unfortunately for uh for Mark Cuban Uh, that's that's unfortunate so to me youtube is just as good if not better at distribution than an actual television company is um or a television product is and you can have some really good production quality on youtube then i feel like youtube still has the stigma of oh well it's just mom and pops doing their own thing and putting stuff on YouTube where now brands now are, are having entire digital media brand like divisions yeah. to make it. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's where GCW like really is standing out. I mean, they're doing typical pay-per-view numbers in, uh, on fight, alongside AEW, which is kind of crazy that GCW and AEW use the pay-per-view model that WWE has now sworn off. Yeah. Yeah. And they're finding success doing pay-per-views, which WWE was like, nobody wants to pay $40, $50 for a pay-per-view. People still do. Well, and I think, I think you got to make them worth it. Well, yeah, and I think for those companies too, because you don't do one every month. GCW does one like almost every month, though. Well, they're not, they're not, not running 50. forty dollars pay per views. I don't know what the cost. I think they're like twenty, twenty. They're twenty, and they're they're their. I mean, that's like their main. You know, for that fan base, that's their main. Uh, you know, you have your your big show every month, so it gives right. it gives that audience a, you know, a, a tune in here and, and interact. Sort of a you know, sort of a feel to it, right? I mean, I'm going to absolutely buy the Hammerstein show. Like that's going to be a must watch. Oh, sure, show. absolutely. I'm, I'm I mean, early contender tempted. for like, dude, don't even say it. I'm half tempted on making the trip, dude. Hammerstein's dude. beautiful this time of year. Yeah, God, I love Hammerstein in the fall. Well, it's I mean, good that it's, it's in the, the winter, spring. Right? It's in, in the winter January. or spring, right? I think it's like January seventeenth or some, some ish like that. But I've I've never seen I've never been to Hammerstein. Hammerstein nope. is very much like it's it's along the same lines of like the twenty three hundred. 
Yeah. It's it's a cathedral wrestling arena. Sure. Madison Square Garden, the 2300, Hammerstein Ballroom, the Cow Palace. Yeah. Uh, like, what about um, Rosemont? The you Rosemont consider Horizon Rosemont in that list? United Center. Like, what I about Hershey Park Arena? If we're talking about cathedral to town, go, cathedral arenas in sea towns, then Hershey Park Arena. That's there, baby. The, uh, Greensboro Coliseum is one. Is the scope the, oh, still around? The, the, the scope, the scope is absolutely still around. Okay. I love that building. That is. Uh, uh, but Gage and Cardona, the the show is twenty five. The next one apparently fifteen. So it's it's. I mean that's right. Fuck it's that's that's like a Big Mac and a milkshake at this point. <laughs> so it like, is. So it is. you know I think you can uh, you you can swing that. Uh, Tim, you guys want to bet marks? Theme, uh, Mark's feed is just wrapping up the wrestler of the week song right now. <laughs> That's about <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, Tim, you're number four and five. Four and five. Guess question of the week's coming up. I don't know what the hell that is this week. I better look real quick. <laughs> It's got to be in here somewhere. Mark's, <laughs> Mark, Mark dropped a hell. That's, that's he did, exciting yeah, that's, I think I think we found our clip of the week. Um, I've but, never heard Mark cuss oh, on the air before. Tim. Oh, so, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I thought I was on mute. You guys can hear me? Yeah. No, go you ahead and unmute. Up. My internet, the internet no, I can't hear you. Go ahead and unmute. You're, you're unmuted right now. You got to. I can't <laughs> hear you. This week. You got to hit the button. <laughs> Okay, good. All right, he's muted again. So, good. number four, um, my my number four is actually the promotion I'm watching right now. Beyond wrestling, um, if you look at AEW's current locker room of talent, Janela, Daniel Garcia, Wheeler Yuta, Orange Cassidy, Her. Chris Statlander, um, Chris Jericho. Not Chris Jericho. I thought we were talking about wrestlers oh, on AEW. We, we are, but we're talking about wrestlers who are on AEW that came from beyond. And, they're doing and the really sign! Had, they're doing is, the sign! They're doing the sign, yeah. Um, <laughs> that, had, that had great success at Impact. Or not Impact, at Beyond Wrestling. Um, beyond is, is definitely one of the top three uh independent wrestling brands out there they're on the rise still um you can put them up there with so many other great companies to to get involved with um my number five will be impact um just just because of their their ties and direct connectivity to aew as well as their partnership with new japan it really makes them a viable opportunity for people who are under that contract with impact to have the flexibility and the range to kind of do whatever they want um, in regards to their wrestling ventures. Um, Still a wonderfully talented roster. And it really does say something that impact has been able to keep the ship afloat this long, this many times 
under multiple iterations. Um, if you're talking about and under the NWA banner, under the Panda Energy brand, um, with the Global Force circumstance and beyond that, um, is that a impact, TikTok dance? I don't know what he's doing. That- <laughs> They've lasted longer than WCW, Uh-oh. which is in- which is incredible to say that that WCW or TNA has lasted longer than WCW did. Point. I think that might they're coming up on also being around longer than like so WCW if you count if you go back to like Starcade the first Starcade was 83 so 83 to 2001 is 18 years okay impact started in 2002 they are older than Starcade Wow. Wow. They, it, TNA has been around longer than Starcade was during its heyday. Right. And like how, how many articles and things have, have been written and how many times have, I'm pretty sure we've done a few shows like talking about like how impact was on life support and they just I, keep like, surviving. I famously have like, or not famously in, in my head, it's famous, but there's a story in the Bible, and I know we're gonna. I'm gonna lose a, a group of people here, but the yeah, story sinners. of Sodom and the story <laughs> of Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, um, where uh, the 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 city of Sodom and Gomorrah was full of just lascivious, nasty, sinful people, according to the Bible, and they wanted God to spare the the city. So God was like. Find me 50 people worthy. I'll save the city. Can't. 25. Can't find them. Give me 10. So I I have said multiple times, if TNA were Sodom and Gomorrah, can you name me 10 people on the roster right now worth saving everything at Impact for? Is there 10? And I think now there is, but there's been multiple instances. There's been points where there hasn't. Yeah. You're, you're like, you're like, "Ah, I'm trying to get by on somebody's past works or like, Oh, is this worth anything? Charlie, you literally could have stopped at Jeff Jarrett's podcast is awesome and just stopped it there. But yes, the, um, the making and history of TNA slash impact, uh, those couple of episodes, um, were, I feel were great. I feel so horrible that I've fallen out of uh I've fallen out of the loop on the Jarrett podcasts. Um I hope to in the next two or three weeks uh be able to find more time to focus on podcasts and not be so crazy in other facets of my life. Um I mean he gets into so, the weeds, Tim. He gets into the I'm weeds. I'm fine with it. And he's granular. I, I love but I no, love it's, it. It is it is a great listen. Uh, if, if I if I had to put a number of how much I love the Jeff Jarrett podcast from like zero to a high number, I would say one hundred percent. I love the Jeff Jarrett podcast. It's it's re- it's really really a good listen. It's it's I don't I don't listen to it every week, but it's the it's the 
it's the uh, wrestling podcast I listen to the most. Um, out of like the Conrad Pods and you know any anything out of like friends of mine. Um, nice. Charlie, What's your top five. Uh, well, Charlie has his. He has GCW at five, ROH at four, and Impact at three. Um, mine Impact is number three. Um, you know, I know like they they you know they don't have the the biggest uh deal or any tv deal or much of a tv deal at this point like we said but you know when you've been around as uh as long as they have and and like like we've said you know they're 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 the little engine that could and they won't go away they're 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 like cockroaches tupperware and share they just won't they just won't die um but uh so so you know they you know they they continue to operate and and yeah i think they have a they have a good roster and a good product, and and hopefully, if the pandemic can, you know, if it, you know, continue to improve, and we can get things back to more normal ish, that that you know, maybe they'll get back on the road and continue to grow some more. My number four, um, you know, pretty much for the reasons that, that you guys already gave, uh, is GCW. I mean, if you would have told me at the start of twenty twenty that there would have been a wrestling company that would have gotten me to put Matt fucking cardona at the top of one of my uh wrestler of the week picks and and turn into like a borderline matt cardona fan or a matt cardona fan uh you would have been crazy but they found a way to do it um they're they're building you know something pretty damn special there so um you know i'm I'm curious to see where it continues to go and um you know if they can you know i don't that's the thing i don't i don't know if you can necessarily put that product on tv anywhere to to make it stay what it is and you don't need to with with the internet so they're you know they're going to continue to do and grow the things that they do um and my number five is ring of honor um you know the, they're like it's, it's such a baffling company because with the financial backing that they have like there's so much more that could be done with that company, um, if they really wanted to. But it, you know, I, I've I've said to other people, Charlie and I were having a discussion on this the other day, that like I just don't think Sinclair, and I think we even talked about it on our show a few weeks back. Like, I just don't think Sinclair cares to make Ring of Honor or wrestling any bigger. Like it is what it is. It has its little. You know, it has its little, you know, carved out area on the Sinclair channels and that that's all they want it to be. So I, I just like could Ring of Honor, you know, strike on, on the heat that, that AEW has generated in like the secondary uh, wrestling market and, and, you know, all of that. They, they, may, they could, but I just don't think they want to. So. Um, but they've been around for a long time as well. Um, so to me that, you know, that has to mean something. Charlie says impact is like kiss. They just won't go away. So true. <laughs> yeah. so uh, true. Scotty Pretty checking in with us. Hello there, Scotty. Scotty's, you Scotty. know, he's playing to the home crowd a bit here. You love it. Uh, love even it. though how's he the is... East coast treating you, my guy, East coast ish. He's a Raiders fan. So he's had a week. Uh, oh, did yeah. he ever? Yes. Uh, Tim. Gosh. Tim, you had your hand up. Yeah. So before before we take our intermission, sure. which I think is coming up, it I is. do want to 
uh, acknowledge uh, Charlie. Oh, for for a second. Um, so last week there was conversation on the podcast regarding thoughts expressed on Busted Open Radio um, with Bully Ray and Mark Henry during their masterclass podcast talking about um, the buzzword that went around was bullying and um, how wrestling is soft and, and things along those lines. And I will be the first one to tell you, I can't speak. I won't speak for the rest of the group, but I'll speak for myself. I, I did take the time and I listened to the 30 minute episode of busted open. And with the exception of one thing that bully Ray said in regards to the dealings with La resistance, I agree with everything that was said on the podcast. Um, it, the buzzwords and the articles that were extrapolated from that 30 minute podcast were kind of lost in translation, I feel. And the podcast was more about policing yourself as a talent and as a locker room, as opposed to, bullying younger talents like the examples that were given in the podcast were the public enemy versus um jbl and ron simmons Mm -hmm. where public enemy basically came out was like well we don't want to do any like y'all got to make us look good we got to do this and this and this and there was some disrespect there and respect was doled out out in the ring. Uh, Mark Henry tells a story about people being a little stiff with him in the ring during his rookie year. Um, And eventually it turns around and like it was to see if he was going to make it and to kind of put put the boots, put him to fire. Now, do I feel like that there's people there's people now. I don't think that there's a need to weed out people or weed out wrestlers like there was. Because back then, as we've mentioned before, wrestlers were failed athletes. They were failed like via injury or whatever or skill set. They were failed in one place and then became wrestlers because they had a matching skill set. Wrestlers now want to be wrestlers. And now AEW or not AEW but NXT and the WWE are going back to the old ways of finding athletes who kind of want to do wrestling but it wasn't their first choice and bringing them into WWE. I think as that happens more, there'll be there'll need to be people in the locker room who are closer to the business to police and to keep people on the straight and narrow. But like right now, I don't know if it's needed as much in WWE, AEW, et cetera. Yeah. I, I listened to the clip. Yeah. I, I think maybe some, some of the things that were drawn from it were maybe a bit exaggerated. Um, I didn't, I, I there was there was something Mark Henry said 
because I think that was my my biggest thing was was even from just the 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 post about it that I had seen was it like bummed me out that like Mark Henry was like part of that like you know wrestling needs more men in the conversation because like I felt like Mark Henry like to me has always seemed like more of like I don't know one of the, like the good guys or nice guys. I don't remember what I said last week, but there was something he said about how like, you know, how like guys today are are like soft or we some something along those lines, and like I didn't necessarily like that. And to me, like, and this is just me, like, I, the, like I feel like whenever people from a previous generation talk about like today's generation, like people being like soft or weak or whatever, like. I, I, I think too many times it gets tied to like mental health or like people just don't want, like they're not going to deal and put up with like a shitty situation where like a previous generation will be like, well, you know, when I was young, we worked at 10 years old for five cents an hour and we were fucking happy to have a job. And I'm like, should, should they have been happy? Should, should you have right. been happy about that? So like, to me, like that was, that was, Probably the only thing that I really, really took, um, you know, like took an issue with, and, and it's not even like a, like a huge issue. I, like I said, I do think it's things were were maybe blown up a little bit, but but yeah, it's um, and and nothing nothing that bully said it surprised me in any way. Like I just feel like bully's just this old older like New York guy that you know it, it doesn't surprise me that you know that that he had. The opinions that he does. To me, it was more about Mark Henry and being a little bit more bummed, especially. And and I think somebody, um, somebody had pointed out in the like the initial post that I saw because Mark Henry is working with the developing of talent in AEW. So like, if you have this no, like belief or or whatever about you know today's wrestlers should still be men, and I'm like, but you're still working on developing talent. I don't know. To me, that that just. It, it didn't. It didn't add up super well in my for, for me. That's just for me and how it landed. And I think what what the takeaway was too, and I think where they're talking about being men is handling any issues that you have with like the locker room in house, as opposed to running to go tell somebody in management or like. Comp like going and like the like what what bully said about if me and mark henry are putting together a match and the agent is here and everything is discussed there and then the agent goes okay i'm cool we're leaving the agent leaves and then bully and and mark henry are putting together their match and bully says okay so here i'm gonna hit you with a power bomb and mark goes nah i don't want to take a power bomb what what do we do something else and bully then instead of taking Mark Henry's no leaving and then going to the agent and saying, Hey, Mark doesn't want to take a power bomb. Yeah. That that's a little bringing... bit different, you know, like that's a little bit different because like, you know, but isn't I, there something there though to bully Ray um, just saying, okay. And then going in the ring and like forcing a move on somebody that doesn't want to take it. For whatever there, reason. And like I'm looking is. at this, I think, much right. from like an independent scene, like where I've seen um, you know, 
guys that are much smaller wrestling guys that are much bigger guys that are very very green i'm talking still in training against the locker room veterans of uh, of the independent scene that's like hey we're calling the match i'm not really comfortable doing that whatever reason like mm-hmm. that should be enough and that is their body yes. and yes. i felt like bully was along the lines and again I-, I agree with you it doesn't you read clips it doesn't bode well right. hearing it it seemed more like a trip down memory lane this is how we did things mm-hmm. questions were posed they answered them well, and, um, and to me and i i get that like and let, we're just going to skip the the break this week because i feel like we're yeah. having a good discussion here and then we'll we get are. to our what if question and, and this and that and, and, and charlie i'll get to your question scotty i think you had a question as well luna kitty joining us again this week how you doing welcome back um, hey luna kitty and if you're you're following along with us you know th- throw give it give the video a share wherever you're you're watching us and, and maybe we'll get more people in here um like to me and and i get you can't necessarily compare wrestling to a normal job so so trying to may seem a bit bit crazy but like to me the scenario of like if i'm working with somebody and we come to an agreement uh, like three of us between like two people and a team leader and then the team leader leaves and it's just the, the, like the two of us and and somebody disagrees on something and that person just runs the team lead. like to me yeah that 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 I, i'm not necessarily as cool with but like the thing that i i kind of took issue with is like like ryan said what if somebody just kind of forces their will in the ring or like my my bigger problem is that they were almost like justifying okay well if this guy is green or if this guy is is like less than experienced like i can i can uh like take advantage not take advantage but like um have liberties a bit with them because like and and that's kind of where i have a because it's not the person who's less experienced problem that they're less experienced and and i don't know what they're going to gain by being made an example of or or treated like an asshole right and i think what it deals with though is like so for example using using ryan's example of well if somebody goes out there if if bubba does go and shoot power bombs mark henry mark henry to see that i'd love to see it try right (laughs) right, exactly but now mark henry has a, a bill that he can now go and collect a receipt on. And that's what the whole part of the deal was talking about, where there is trust that takes place in the ring. Sure. You're giving of your body and you're giving of your body. And if the trust is broken, whether it's before getting into the ring or while you're in the ring, then that trust has to be. And what they said was trust is either by like you can choose to or we can try to make you like and that's and that's that's where the law resistance part comes in they are the they're the young boys in this Mm -hmm. the dudleys are probably trying their best to teach law resistance in the ring and for some reason law resistance is not getting it and then they're complaining about not getting it and like oh they're being stiff they don't know what stiff is like they're if you're not you'll see it on any independent scene 
if ever you're watching a match and somebody hits somebody for no reason, like a, just a chop out of nowhere, they're resetting. Okay. Because they're trying to figure out, they're trying to, like, there's a miscommunication. So, hey, wake up. All the time. Happens all the time. You need to start chopping, Mark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chops all day. And so, like, that's, like... Now hitting him out, hit slapping the La Resistance guy backstage, that's too much for me. Right, and, and, and like the conversation with John Lorenz, oh, you can't hit the young boys. Well, what would you and Doctor Death would have done? Oh, we would have slapped you, but you can't hit the young boys. Different time, different place. If it's in the ring, there's a difference because also like in the ring, you like we just saw it recently, like not a month ago, Charlotte and Nia, with Charlotte and Nia, right? That. That's what Bully and Bub or Bully and Mark Henry were talking about. That's fair. I agree. That's the backstage it. stuff I think takes it too too far. Um, and I think the story of, of Mark Henry, you know, getting the boots laid to him in the ring is something that at the time, I think, like you said, probably needed to have happened. That you need to protect the business. And the man the mindset was like protect the business at all costs. So you want to make sure this power lifter who was in the olympics who was the new kid in town and taking the spot of somebody who was trained their entire life to get to this point i get that i feel like in today's professional wrestling that's not needed anymore right. the that mentality sure. of like i need to make sure this wrestler's tough and it's also like when you have like a legit athlete like mark henry who's a power lifter and he's strong um there's probably a notion like, ah, he's big. He probably thinks he's tough. He's not going to sell. And if we hit him, if we hit him and he doesn't sell, then we look like crap. So we have to hit him to make him sell. Okay. And right. then he goes, ah, oh, man. And then you, you get it. Like it, it clicks. Like I can hit you and you take it the, the right way or you don't. And like, there's, there's a, there's a famous clip of the skyscrapers, Dan Spivey and Sid Vicious. They beat the crap out of a enhancement talent who literally gets like power bomb finished in the eighties. One, two, three, and then gets up. Oh, oh no. He gets up and he's like, oh, everything's good. Spivey uh -oh. and Vicious leave the ring and come back and beat the dog out of him more. <laughs> so much so that they take his partner who is playing by the rules and throw him out the ring. It's like, you're not a part of this. Get out. And they beat him, like club him, just smash him. It's on YouTube, so I got to find it. But it's like a four or five minute video of just typical squash match. Skyscrapers are trying to go over and look big. And these this guy's not that big compared to Dan Spivey and Sid Vicious. Yeah, they they were big boys. Yeah. I mean, the only thing recent would have been the death match with David Arquette. The, you know, the pin. Obviously, he got got. Um and then his safety instincts kicked in and like stood up and walked out right out of the ring. But you, it's obvious like it's, Oh, this is, 
this is theater. Something went wrong and it looks bad for the business. I get it. I really do get it. So Charlie says again, my point last week was there a difference between my kid taking liberties with an enhancement guy and someone like Bully being stiff. Agreed. But I maybe and maybe we weren't because when Charlie and I, we were having this discussion in in uh, a, a message, maybe we weren't connecting because to me, it felt like you were justifying Bully slapping the guy from La Resistance backstage. Be, like and to me that that's where I draw the line. Regardless of you can have your opinion about whether or not he should have gone to the like the the producer or the agent or whatever. Um, because my point is like if, if you're having if you're really having an issue, especially nowadays, if we're looking at it with 2021 eyes, if you're really having an issue with whether it's in the wrestling business or any industry, if you're having an issue with a a coworker and you think a situation's going too far then you should be bringing up with that somebody in a position of authority because it's, you know, if it's a, a situation that you're not feeling comfortable in, that's what you should do. So maybe we were on a, we were talking about different things. Maybe Charlie, you and I, um, to Charlie, your question, what do you think of the Bill Watts theory? If you're a talent and you get into a fight, you better win. Um, directly, you know, that question was directed at me. Um, you know, I, I, I get the, the, the idea of, yeah, if you're a wrestler and you're at a bar and you get into a real fight, like you're, you know, you're, you're protecting the business by you better win that fight. Um, to me, uh, I, I don't even feel like that situation necessarily even like plans out that much a- a- anymore. Like, I feel like the days of like the boys going out, like to these big nights at the bar until everybody's like plastered and being like carried out of the bar. I, I, I don't, I don't think really happened that much anymore. So, um, at least not on the, the, the major wrestling scene, quote unquote major. Like, so I don't even know that that's necessarily, uh, even applicable to, to today's world. Like I, I feel I, like that's I, a real old timey feel. Yeah, it, that, that, it does. Like, nice I, I just, I that. don't, I do, I don't think that's, like I said, I don't think that's really applicable in 2021. I mean, I'm not saying that these guys are tough, but like there are bouncers significantly bigger and probably stronger than I don't know Johnny wrestling. Right. Like, I mean, if you go to if you go to a bar, there could be a guy who's, I mean, just you know, 240 pounds of just pure muscle, six four, that goes to the gym every day and works at, and like. And he's he's bigger than Ricochet. So like, does Ricochet have to beat up that guy in a bar fight? Is there places he can do flippy doos off of? It may be, and that's and that's the difference, right? Is that back in the day, it, it's it's it, it's a a begets a begets begets b. Sure. In the eighties, it was a big party scene. You can yeah. see that from, uh, the plane ride from hell episode oh. of uh dark side of the ring everybody in that group is a 80s 90s guy partying sure. all the time wrestlers now take care of their bodies yeah unless you're home. marty Gennetti. they stay home he's still partying he's still they partying. play video games and like the, marty. and the the rarities like mojo raleigh is the right guy in the wrong era Mojo Raleigh belonged in the 80s. Party guy, go out, 
have a blast, and he'd have been pushed. He'd have been Ultimate Warrior, right? Mojo Raleigh, um, just from the energy and like what he does. Um, but Devin, right here, in my opinion, someone chopping who got in the business who's training, but you're chopping the holy s out of the person. Is I see a problem. If they're seeing he's tough, he'll continue to go on and on the next day, and he quits training and everything. And now, did he capitalize who? Meaning the who. The who? the who, the 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 guy, the band, the who, or the wrestler Jim Neidhart under the under the mask? Uh, both, yes. Okay. <laughs> he won't get fooled again. <laughs> uh, Luna Kitty's also got a very good question. If you pop it up, uh, which wrestler do you think they took too Ooh. far to protect the business? Um, Doctor D, Dave Schultz. But goddamn, yeah, did he get his point him. across? Yeah. He also, oh. he also paid the price. He oh, did. That's a fair point. He really like, did. He yeah. he protected yep. the he business so much that he had to be blackballed from the business he protected. So wasn't that over overprotected it probably? No, I think it's he needed to. Sometimes and I don't want to compare it to like questionable practices, but it's like a kamikaze pilot. Sometimes the only way that you can like attack the Do your right job way is to die. Is to die. Yeah, that, like that you was, have yeah, to, that's fair. You have to be willing to do everything, including take take yourself out of the equation. I mean, I don't think John Stossel questioned it after that. Right. But John Stossel also got a a settlement from he Vince sure McMahon did. for what Dr. D did. Charlie says Dr. Um, D protected the business from an asshole. A, a, a guy who was yeah. trying he stands, to. He says he stands with Dr. D. And I do too. I love Dr. <laughs> D. I think Dr. D, man, Dr. D, if you go back and watch I just don't stuff, think I stand with either of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, it's a, if, it's an, if it's an either or statement and there's not a, a option C of, ne- of, of neither. Okay. You gotta stand with dr d right because yeah we've we all as wrestling fans have dealt with the what's fake people and also dr d david schultz lived in a world of kayfabe right yeah he was a legit tough guy so if i were a legit tough guy and a guy came up to me and said hey that issue do on tv is fake I'm going to be like, oh, you got to prove him wrong. I mean, here's 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 what I do. Tell me if this is fake is pop is. I mean, he's going to be at the icons festival. He is uh, this December. So is so is this kitty. This this lineup's going to be phenomenal. I think he slapped the shit out of me. (laughs) Mark, they got Ken Patera there for you. Um, So is. Let me let me ask it this way: Is is like what Doctor D? Arn Anderson is leave that Glock can't at home. Spell, can't is, spell NRA without A R N. Is what Doctor D did much different than like the stories we've heard about Stu Hart? Like if people wanted to like test the business, go to the dungeon. It's just we saw what Doctor D did because it was on camera. It's the same thing with and kind of what Devin pointed out, but in a different way new trainees to a wrestling school listen to the stories of Vern Gagne running people for miles and miles and miles and then coming back and doing 
thousands of squats and like running people to the point of exhaustion and breaking them physically and mentally to get to the point, to get to that point. Like the stories of um, like even Vern Kanye too, with the AWA wanting to pay iron Sheik to break Hulk Hogan's legs. Right. <laughs> I will not do that to Mr. Mitch man. And like, it's, it's insane. So to, the to, Eagles are getting bullied right about now. To, uh, are you serious? To Luna Kitty's question, is it does anybody come to to your to your mind? Aside from Doctor D. David Schultz, nothing, like, nobody really comes to, to to mind. What about uh, what about Vader? Vader in Kuwait. Okay, Vader's yeah, that was probably most yeah. recent. Mm, I got one who's more than that. Uh, Tony Schiavone, New, New Jack. Yeah, New Jack. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he took that ish very seriously. Yeah, and now part of that was him on all types of narcotics. Now rest rest in peace to to New Jack, like an icon, a legend. Um, but like, watch his dark side of the ring, man. I mean, it was specifically the mass transit incident. No, the part where he wrestled Gypsy Joe. Okay. And like shoot stabbed him multiple times. Yeah, yep, that's fair. Hogan um, did put a sleeper, like a shoot <laughs> sleeper on a guy um after the Dr. D stuff and like choked him out. Okay. But it Boy, was I've never even heard of that. Yeah. I will find it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the guy he collapsed on the ground and uh, hit his head. And uh, he got up and went to commercial break. Yeah, it was in the eighties. Never even heard of that. But yeah, that I um, the guy's name. But let's any any other thoughts on on like the busted Richard, open stuff? Richard. Who is it? That's who it was. It's Belzer. Bro- Hulk Hogan choked out Richard Belzer. Well, he was on the original. Well, thought, he was one of the original guys in uh, SVU, I think. Right, Richard Belzer. Yeah, so there, there was a Belzer, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Richard Belzer. You, oh wait, like the actor that's who he choked out. Yeah, yeah, that actually is the same guy. Yes, okay. I do, I I do remember so. hearing about this now. Yes, and he put him in a front choke and choked him out. Did Andy and Kaufman go too far to protect the business? Did Jerry no. Lawler go too far to protect? Right, the right those they two were both in on it. Well, no, they, they were they both were in, in on it, but in. nobody else was. That was great. That was such. That was. A I think that's just bro. working. I think that's just working the business. Possibly, yeah. They worked Letterman. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Letterman was worked. Um. Any other thoughts on on the the busted open stuff? All of this before we uh before we move on here. I'll play some sweet sweet Creed. We're gonna we're gonna hit it. Like I, now, I had this Matt, idea. Matt, you're a movie guy, real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, uh, but uh, are you a horror guy? I am. Yes. Uh, the, the song was was made popular. The What If uh, from Scream Three. Did you see the Scream Five trailer? Any interest? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm interested. I, I like that franchise overall. I think Scream Four is better than a lot of people gave it credit for. They just need to revisit it. 
Thank I you. think you're absolutely right. I think Scream 4 is a great concept. I'll double down. Uh, you're also a horror movie fan, so I'd like to know your thoughts on uh, the horror movie Home Alone Again coming to Netflix in <laughs> December. Um, is that a WWE you- movie? No, it's Not the that. spiritual successor to the original Home Alone series. Oh, Yikes. It's going to be so bad. Uh, yes. Thing sucks! Now, I would love if they did a Home Alone 5 with Macaulay Culkin as an adult. Right, like that I could Living get in the house of his parents. That I could... And the children, the, 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 the sons of the wet, sticky bandits have it out for him and come for him and you make home alone an actual like suspense thriller i lo- see i like that leaning, idea leaning into the fan theory that kevin McAllister is actually the jigsaw killer <laughs> does, does, does he have like does he have like the remains of his father like in the basement or something like yeah. i i like okay i like that uh i like that idea um it's dark i like it but this this what if topic, I, I had this a couple of weeks ago, and I can't even necessarily remember why I had it because I wrote it down and then I didn't bring it up. It was going to be on last week. We we didn't have time to get to it. Um, but like where where would like secondary? And I put that word in quotes. Like things beyond WWE, even just beyond WWE. Like I get AEWs like right there at the top right now. But like anything that's not WWE, like. Where in a in a post WCW world, where would secondary wrestling be if TNA never existed? Like, would it would it would it be where it is today? Would there be an AEW today? Would W like? I think what would have happened is. Because Ring of Honor to TNA, I believe I got to get my my dates right here. Was it Ring uh, of Honor O two? They were both O two. Oh, okay. But Ring of Honor started February two thousand and two. Who who started Ring of Honor? Was it Rob or was it Gabe? Rob Feinstein. So Rob, okay. Pe- Technically, Ring of Honor is older than Impact Wrestling okay. by four months. But Impact had Jeff Jarrett and everyone else. Right, like TNA, um, TNA, to their credit and in some ways to their own, uh, to, to their own, you know, d- dismay or whatever, um, they were the only ones before AEW that felt... Like there was any possible blip on the radar that they were going to not challenge the WWE, but like because they they had a little bit more money, they had a little bit more sway. Like they, whatever it meant when they did, they they brought in Hogan and they they had you know Kurt Angle. I mean Kurt Angle, some of his best work might have been in TNA Impact. Like I think wrestled longer in Impact than he did the he WWE. Did. Yeah. So like they they. I mean, they 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 kind of WCW'd themselves in in ways, um, but like the like Ring of Honor never felt like, at least to me, and the, the, more of a outside WWE, more of a casual viewer. 
Um, never felt like Ring of Honor. I didn't even know what Ring of Honor was for a long time. So, but like I knew what TNA was. I knew what Impact was. Right. And to me, if Impact didn't exist, Ring of Honor would have been bigger faster and it would have been bigger longer. Okay. Because you also have to think that there were two time periods in Ring of Honor's history in which there was a working agreement between Ring of Honor and Impact that allowed Impact talent to work Ring of Honor. And then ROH or Impact reneges on that agreement and go, well, now we need them. AJ Styles was a big player in the very beginning of Ring of Honor. He gets pulled and then he comes back again in 04 mm-hmm. and then gets pulled again. Amazing Red humongous in the ring of honor scene in the very beginning in 2002 has a classic match with Loki. I think at one of the first three or four ring of honor shows ever, um, where they do the crouching time. I think it's on ring of honors. Very first event. The era of honor begins where they do a, there is a sequence in the ring that it looks like crouching tiger, hidden dragon okay. where it's amazing. Um, ring of honor would have had access to those talents that impact had, but then you also have to think while impact did showcase or TNA showcased a lot of that independent talent in the X division, where's a Monty Brown? Where is Abyss? Where is Ron the Truth Killings? Where is, like, where does Raven land? Like, Raven does a stint in ROH in 2003, but Raven is a huge part of TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, And then as you go, like, obviously as you go along, like, Christian comes, Christian, Sting, Tomco, Big Sexy Kevin Nash, Gold DDP, um, Rhino, who's a big part of Impact then, now, and forever. Mm -hmm. So I think ROH's footprint grows to accommodate some of the larger talents and moves forward like and also you have to think too to say that tna doesn't exist means that when Je- when wcw fails jeff jarrett decides he doesn't want to get into the wrestling business i find it hard to believe that if tna didn't exist jeff jarrett would have found a way to do something else. It wouldn't have been TNA. It, but it would have been something. He might've gone back to Memphis and he might've started something up in Memphis again. He could have to piggyback off of the stuff from, um, my world partnered back up with the guy who he's doing the super shows with in Australia, the catalyst for the TNA shows. So, or does in this scenario, in this what if scenario, 
is Jeff Jarrett actually a part of WWE's plans when the buyout happens? And Jeff Jarrett is brought in during the invasion angle as like the leader of the invasion. Mm, okay. And it keeps Jarrett from doing that. Also in this scenario, are we accounting for, are we still accounting for WCW does die in 2001? Because that's where a lot of those talents come from too. Yeah. I think, I think we're, yeah, I think we're looking at like in a post WCW world. Yeah. If TNA doesn't exist because like, you know, that was, that was like the big shift in, in, in wrestling and uh, Charlie has a great point without the TNA, without TNA, the foundation of like AJ, Joe Daniels, they all stay uh, in ring of honor. Cause like I, I was like, like those guys would guys like Joe, AJ, um, some of the others would they have risen CM to where Punk, you know would CM they have Punk risen? Was an impact. Yeah, like but like yeah, it, it's it's a it's a post WCW world where because that that's what changed everything. WWE is the only game in town. Um, but then like you know, from the ashes of T of a WCW, uh, you know, comes total nonstop action, and and uh, there's at least a a product that, that's a little bit back on 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 TV in some form and fashion. Um, that, that that people can recognize because you know who Jeff Jarrett, you know, like you know who Mike Tanay is. Like when you have the voice of TNA, so they they were utilizing people that were all of a sudden gone. That you know now now you at least have a place uh, where they are. Like I, I don't, you know, it's it, like I said, it's hard for me to 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 necessarily figure it out because you know for me it was even when WCW was in the game, like to me, WWE was always like on, on top. So it was only during the Monday night wars that I really started watching WCW. So, um, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like, I, I just, I wonder if we get, does, does WWE and like, does it even have an impact on WWE? Like because of the rise of guys like AJ styles and, um, you know, the, the quote unquote smaller talent, like does WWE make that shift like with CM Punk and then eventually to Daniel Bryan and they bring in AJ Styles and we see a much different makeup to the WWE roster than we, we ever had before. And I think like that was a product of the, again, quote unquote, secondary, uh, wrestling product that, that I think TNA and him slash impact had a, had a huge hand in, um, and, and maybe it is, maybe, maybe that is the answer that the ring of honor is in that, is in that, uh, place. Um, Ryan, any thoughts? Matt, um, um, we don't, we don't get the wrestling debut of Brooke Hogan. Um, we don't, we don't get Steiner math. If there was no TNA impact, um, the Canadian destroyer maybe isn't what it is today. Because PD Williams doesn't have a platform you mean like just Impact another Wrestling. move. <laughs> I'm just saying it could have happened, um, but it also gave uh, some more veterans a place to apply their craft in between stops in their career. Sean Waltman, um, Team 3D, Jeff Hardy, all had stops. Um, maybe not always super successful, but these are guys that went through TNA as well. And who knows? Uh, Jeff Hardy had that really, really, really bad 
um, incident. Maybe if that doesn't happen in Impact and that happens at like an indie show or, or something crazy like that, does Jeff get the help he needs to that puts him where he's at today back on the WWE roster? What if, says Creed, what if? Matt, Mark, any thoughts? Well, if it wasn't a TNA, would we, would we have a War Games? <laughs> In War Games! War Games! War Games! War Games! Yeah, I think plenty has been said in terms of, you know, the point Ryan made that a lot of people that found later success outside of WWE, like a Mr. Anderson even, um, you know, that there's people that Anderson. didn't have great careers in <laughs> WWE uh, that, that did find some level of success with TNA. So it's, I mean, it, it is a good what if question, but a lot of, I think TNA success is just kind of what TNA success, if you can call it that now is, it's just kind of giving these guys the, the next opportunity to showcase on a bigger stage than an indie scene. Bye Mark. Um, bye Mark. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> um, Charlie says the interesting thing about this conversation without TNA, what happens to Double J or Vince Russo and or Vince Russo? Well, I think Double J ends up somewhere. I think I think Tim had a great point there about. Um, yeah, I mean he did start Global Force later. Yeah, like if, if Jarrett wanted to be in the wrestling business, um, and maybe without maybe without TNA he he doesn't, or maybe he takes some time off after WCW and eventually. The uh, the WWE just brings him back. Like, I would say that the biggest benefactor of Impact Wrestling has clearly always been the, the Knockouts division. Um, they've always taken that division very seriously. So I think women's wrestling overall, like, do we still see the the renaissance that it had then, um, with the rebuild with with the AG, AJ Lee era and, and the the four horsewomen uh, without a Knockouts division? I'm not entirely sure, honestly. It's a great call. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point too. I mean, that's um, something that ROH, especially at that time, never did, right. you know, or cared to do. They're, they're they're starting again a little bit, but uh, huh, it's a great call, Matt. Yeah. Um, but uh, any any other thoughts to this uh, before we move on to two uh, topics that probably won't take up as, as much time, obviously, as we're getting closer to the end of the show. Yeah, let's get let's get through Sansa time. No, well, we're not quite there yet. Um, oh, damn it! So this past Sunday, uh, you have that Days of Our Lives music. That you can play? <laughs> I don't. I wish I did. Um, through the hour, this <laughs> uh, this past Sunday was the fifty day mark. Uh, speaking of marks, um, the fifty day mark for CM Dude, Punk. They're on the same line. They are. They're separated by the gap, though, so we're getting, we're getting closer. Um, the 50-day mark for CM Punk in, in <laughs> AEW. <laughs> um, so th- this, I don't remember who who I saw this tweet from, but it had kind of like the stats uh, for CM Wrestling podcast. For no, 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 no. I don't steal from them too much. Although I should start stealing some stuff from them. EJ steals my sound bites every week. Um, but, uh, CM Punk's first, first 50 days, there was 10 hear from punk segments, whether it was a promo in the ring or, or a, uh, vignette, um, three matches. Of course, the wins over Darby Allen, powerhouse Hobbs, Daniel Garcia, 
three appearances as a commentator, one appearance on AEW uh, Dark. Um, and one breakage of the internet with his t-shirt going on. Absolutely. He literally broke a website and he gave out uh, ice cream bars at multiple uh, multiple arenas. Um, how would you assess CM Punk's first 50 days in AEW? Uh, to me, I mean... I I mean you can I I don't think you can look at it as anything but a success. Um, you know, you when you get what 15 million views if we we want to talk ratings, quote unquote, you want to get 15 million views or whatever on on the YouTube stuff, um you know, the 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 viewership for uh the the episode from Chicago. Um and and you know you're you're you have matches uh, and the matches weren't match of the year candidates or anything like that but um you know he's working with and elevating three you know younger talents in AEW you know so i i don't i don't know i don't i don't expect to see CM Punk out wrestling every week on Dynamite and on Rampage. I, 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 um, so I, I think the first 50 days are a success. Thoughts? I would I say agree. it's as advertised. Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of what everyone was anticipating when they heard he was returning. I think that um, all of the lackluster big announcements they've had in the past, <clears throat> Paul White, um, I think this <laughs> kind of really took everything that they kept hinting at you know with all the 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 big announcements the big the big surprises the big debuts i think this one finally took um everything that they had tried to do in the past and actually capitalized off of it and maybe it was just trial and error maybe they were overestimating the names that they were having to to make these debuts um but i think that this time they absolutely hit it out of the park yeah, I agree with that. We were looking at 50 days. That's seven weeks. He's wrestled three times. That's almost half of the time. Uh, he's there performing in a wrestling match. Um, multiple talkie segments, which is absolutely fine. I think you pop the crowd um, and you hook them on Wednesday. So they tune in and watch CM Punk wrestle on Friday. I wouldn't do a damn thing difference. A+. plus. Well said by both of them. Mark? <laughs> I, I think it's been uh, very refreshing, if I may use the word refreshing. Okay. It's great to have CM Punk back. It's what people have wanted, and we finally got it. It was very refreshing the first 50 days. I like it a lot. If uh, from Luna Kitty, if uh, if CM Punk were ever to be AEW champ, how long do you think the title reign uh, would last? Four hundred and thirty-four. I don't think he ever should be. No, I I could see. I honestly could see him more as the the TNT champion. Yeah. As opposed to the AEW World Champion, I don't think he need. Like, I don't. And I would be surprised if he wanted that. To be honest. And I, yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he needs to ever be AEW World Champion. Like I don't. I don't. Besides, like money in the bank wins. 
I don't I don't think he ever needed quote unquote to be WWE champion. Like he's he's kind of one of those guys that because of the the following and the um you know the character the attitude that he has like just being in those spots is almost as important as being a champion like him him being the focal point and like in his WWE run just kind of being like the thorn in the side of the authority is more important than being a champion so I, I don't think he needs I don't think he needs to be AEW champion and if he ever would be I don't think it lasts very long I think it's a if he would ever win the title it, it's more of a product to get to the next champion so if he wins it at all out because it's in Chicago he loses it at whatever the next one next pay per view is full three year, months later or yeah. if you want to do it on a dynamite or a rampage yeah I feel as though it'll. If, if he does win the title, it'll come one of two ways. Either it will be like like Shawn Michaels when he won the World Heavyweight Championship when he came back as like, uh, this is the last hurrah. Here's his send off and he holds the title for a month and he loses it again. Or it's a point of like ECW where due to injuries or people leaving the company or things like that. Like they needed Tommy dreamer to be the ECW champion. And so it, you put the title on him because you have to for a spell. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think he's, I think he's, it's hard to say that someone is above a title, especially a title that has such a short lineage as, AEW, but Punk doesn't need that title. If anything, the title like, needs him more than anything else. But sure. I think that's a great point. I think uh, if AEW, I don't know, ever gets a wild hair up their ass and runs Monday against Raw or something, that is the title opportunity that you would put CM Punk in to get the ratings. Um, you know, have your own. That'll put asses. I don't. I don't know what Here's you the, do. I. I. I right. Like that. That's how you beat Monday Night Raw in the rating. I, I, I don't know if we're far from that. If we're being honest, uh, if nothing else, on like a special night, and this ties back to a question Scotty asked a, a few minutes back. Um, he says, "What's Tony Khan's obsession with WWE?" He said, "It's it's almost weird at this point." I'm surprised it took Jim this long to no, bring I, that topic to the table. Because <laughs> I saw that float through, and I was like, oh, Jim. Did Jim message Charlie? And be like, hey. Or Scotty. No, I didn't message Scotty. Scotty. Um, I, I think we're just we're getting what the 2021 version of WCW versus WWF was, in, in a way. Like... You know what I mean? Like to me, that that's just kind of what is happening right now. Like the, to me, like the the and I think Ryan, you and I were hanging out on Friday, and and like the only the only thing that like felt weird, cheesy, whatever it was, like the was eight, holding hands inside Walmart. We weren't supposed to talk about that on the air. Oh, that's not weird for you guys. <laughs> I was gonna say that's actually fairly <laughs> like standard. Down the cereal aisle, um, part of the course. <laughs> But like the AEW account, like <laughs> tweeting out the, 
like the variety article, like the, 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 the competition article. But like I mean, like Tony tweeting it from his personal account, like I, I don't I don't necessarily see what what the issue is. I mean, if you're going to competition, you're trying to rile up your fan base, and if like if your goal for this weekend is to draw the eyes away from SmackDown, which is on FS1 because the the because baseball is on uh, is is on Fox. Oh, Charlie's got to go. See you, Charlie. Um, no, Charlie. If that's if that's your goal, then Later Tony, then like Tony, so <laughs> Tony kind of has to do what he's doing, like because. It was it was easy, quote unquote, for for AEW to beat NXT on Wednesday nights. Like, I, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily as easy to beat SmackDown on a Friday. Maybe because FS1's in less homes than TNT. But like, if you're if if Tony makes that tweet last Friday about how WWE's going to head head with them because they're doing the Super SmackDown till 10 30 then your goal is get people to to tune away at 10 o'clock and now with the buy-in with daniel with daniel bryan on youtube before before uh rampage goes on the air like isn't that what a good promoter does isn't that what a good like business owner does trying to get his fans to watch his product like here's the deal. I mean, you can't argue that SmackDown beats the Raw in the ratings, correct? Every week, that's mm-hmm. been happening now for a while. You move SmackDown, the hot brand, off of Fox to a cable, uh, you know, channel that that not everybody's going to have. It's not basic over the air. Uh, there's an opportunity for you guys, and I get that. Dynamite also is is on TNT, but the number of people not watching SmackDown, I don't think is because AEW is running a good rampage. Just because they don't have FS or they can't find it, and they said I'm not. Or gonna they're watching it, baseball, or they're watching right, something right, else, right. Or whatever. There's, there's yeah. something. That, I mean, but you beat if you if you beat right. SmackDown in the ratings. That's a feather in your cap, and you run to the races with it. You absolutely right, exactly. Do. Even I mean, if it's one week, that that's that's the headline for Saturday. Yes, is is if you beat SmackDown or not. Now, if 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 Tony does everything Tony's doing this week, and they don't, you know, then then it's you get a little egg on your face. But do you? In a in a way, I don't think it's I'm, anything so, dramatic. So trying to fight out of your weight class is enough to get egg on your face. Like all WWE has to do all and all WWE has had to do during this entire time with AEW being present is put out a better product, not a good product. All WWE has to do is be better than they are right now. And even with AEW knocking on the door, sending a NXT to Tuesday, making them color change and take on a brand new identity, WWE still won't 
be better. So what else needs to happen? Because Tony, Tony's not actively going after, because if you remember, Tony Khan picked Wednesday. And then WWE said, we're putting NXT on Wednesdays and we're going two weeks before AEW. So WWE counter-programmed AEW. Right. So USA Network. Yeah. <laughs> everything so far has been WWE doing something against AEW. AEW, when they had the Friday night show, chose 10 to allow people to watch their wrestling. Watch SmackDown till 10, then come to Dynamite from 11, at, mm. till 11. And so all WWE has to do is just be better. And they don't want to. They won't. I mean, and that's, I'm, that's tough, though, too. I mean, all the New York Jets have to do is be better. <laughs> you know, they have who they have. They have their game plans. And they are what they are. And WWE's get, roster is too good was, to be as bad as Raw is. The Jets, say, the Jets, Jets haven't won. Poor analysis. <laughs> the Jets. So the. The only thing that the New York Jets and the WWE have in common is that they've been at the top of their field at least once. The Jets haven't been a championship team. Since before Joe Namath was a drunk. Before When Joe Namath was wearing pantyhose. Right. You're pretty. <laughs> like, I that's kiss what you. they have in common. I, wanna, I just want to kiss you. <laughs> I couldn't care less about the team struggle. <laughs> um, that, that's actually that was it. Yeah, that was yeah, a good. That like was that. a good yeah, name. It though. solid. <laughs> Damn it! Um, I wanted to bring out the wheel of impressions this week, next week. <laughs> and so, um, it's it's very, um, it's very, like WWE just has to do. The only thing WWE has to hang their hat on right now is Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, they have eight hours of pro or seven hours of programming, and Roman Reigns is the only thing worth talking about. When if you take any of the AEW angles that are going on right now, they easily fit better than anything else that WWE does, except, except for, Roman for Dan Reigns. Lambert. Except for Dan Lambert, <laughs> dude, that shit's gold. It's, Get over yourself. It's so bad. I hate it. Um, no, Tim, you have a great point. You have an absolutely great point. And like this week, I mean, all Tony did last Friday was react to um, the WWE announcing that they were running a half hour longer. He said, well, that's our time. You know, they're coming I'm into our time now. Right. So I think all bets are off and let's go to war for this week. Again, not a real war. Everybody's actually. Friends yeah, with each other, I, I think. But yeah, I think it's, it's indoors, whatever. You know, it's 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 literally it's it's literally the closest we're I think we're going to get at least right now, with to, to you know the glory days you know in the nineties and and if, if if like like you said if, if AEW ever goes to run on on Mondays then we'll 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 see but I don't think they do I don't think they need to I think they're doing just fine doing what they're doing. Another wonderful question to ask is so this variety article that comes out is that an aew piece or is that a wwe piece yes because 
if it's an AEW piece, then it makes sense. If it's an WWE piece, it's the first time publicly in any form of media that the phrase competition has been used in regards to AEW versus WWE. Well, and if it's a WWE piece, like isn't, and again, we, we've talked about it. Like WWE does its best when they're on their heels. Mm-hmm. Like, is this WWE? Is this, is this their PR? Like, is this their, and, and is, is WWE, this sounds almost funny to say, but is WWE, did they intentionally pick this week? Because they know they're going to be on FS1. It's harder to to get eyes on the pro- – did they intentionally choose this week as the runover week because they know Tony's going to go, well, now you're cutting into my time, so he's going to react, and we've seen what he's done all week. So he's – I mean, like I said, you're. we were talking on the pre-show. Like, I don't know what, what uh, you know, the Daniel Bryan on the, the, the YouTube show, the buy-in – if that match plays to people who aren't necessarily strong style or Japan, Japanese wrestling fans, but like you, you, you draw up enough attention that there's going to be people that are, I'm sure going to tune over or if they don't have FS one, they're going to tune in. So like what, what happens if we're in that, in that hour that the, you know, it's, you know, it, SmackDown's viewership drops by, 200,000 but AEW's viewership numbers are 400,000 so like they can make the argument well you know 200,000 came out so like I I think it's I think it's all smart business on both sides and and if and if you're gonna draw more attention and 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 make more competition then I think whether it's a whether it's WWE or it's AEW then um you know then it's that that I think helps both sides. The rising tide r- raises both ships. It sure does. Um, and Tim, I think you're getting you're going to get really lucky here because you just said the WWE just has to do better. And I think that's a great segue to our next segment, real quick. Yeah, Luna Kitty has a, has a question here, and I'm going to write this down. Um, and we'll we'll look at this next week because we're already over our like quote unquote normal runtime. What do you guys think? Uh, what ideas and suggestions should WWE do to improve ratings and fan base? I think that's a great topic to cover, but Love it. not in the time that we have here still. So I'm going to write that down. We're going to hit that next week. But yeah, the the thing that I want to get to this week. Because There's your three count question of the week, Ryan. You can't say you don't know. There we go. Know. Right here it is. From Luna Kitty. Um, next Thursday at noon Eastern time. Is WWE for this? This is nice. WWE Crown Jewel live from I don't remember what city in Saudi Arabia they're in this time. Cheddar is it? Oh, Riyadh. Um, so we have a nine. Riyadh's beautiful this time of year. Is it? We have a nine match card. Um, and actually a pretty solid nine match card. Uh, this would be a. It's it's a it's a fucking banger of a card. It actually looks really good. It's it's better than is it, this is better than the SummerSlam card, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Um so let's let's start at the bottom uh per the Wikipedia. Uh we have a singles match with Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. 
Um, to me, this is this is an easy Mansoor, right? I got Mansoor. Tim? I think it goes Mansoor here. Okay. Ryan? Mansoor. Matt? Mansoor. Mark? Yeah, I'm going with Monsoon as well. <laughs> wait. wait. Where is it? Wait. There it is. Will you stop? <laughs> um, then we have a Hell in a Cell match. A heck in a sec match. Uh, Edge versus Etch, excuse me, versus Seth Rollins. Um, just given that this is a Saudi show and the 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 prince or whoever's booking this show uh, is looking for names from the past, I'm going to go with Etch picking up the win uh, in this one. Intern Mark, you know what? I'm going to go with Rollins, and I'm sorry if that upset you. Whoa! Whoa! I can deal with it. Uh, upset. <laughs> inter, or, uh, yeah, intern Matt. Matt, go ahead. Uh, I will go with Etch. Uh, Ryan. Also Etch. Uh, Tim. Also Etch. All right. Sorry, Mark. You're kind of out there by yourself on this one. Well, it's okay. All right. Then we go to okay. the Queen's Crown Tournament Finals. And maybe this match will get more than... Two and a half minutes. We'll we'll see. Um, so we have Zelina Vega and Carmella uh, tomorrow night on SmackDown. Uh, the winner of that will advance to the finals. Shayna Baszler versus Dewdrop uh, on Monday. The winner of that will go to the finals. Uh, for me, I I have Zelina Vega versus Shayna Baszler in my finals, and I have Shayna Baszler as your queen. Queen's Crown Tournament Champion. Tim. I also have Shayna Baszler and Selena Vega, except I have Zelina Vega as the Queen's oh, Crown. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Ryan. Uh, this is a, a really big deal, right? This is like no women's match, one women's match, a women's four-way match. Well, no, it's not, four-way ma- it's not a four-way match. It's not a four-way match. Oh, shoot. Okay. It's, it's... You're right. Zelina yep. or Carmella. That's illegal. I got it. It's illegal and it's still Saudi Arabia. Uh Shayna Baszler then. Okay. Do you who do you have her beating? Carmella or Zelina? Uh Zelina Vega. Okay. Uh but there are two women's matches on this card. Uh, I knew that. Matt. I have Zelina over Shayna. All right. Uh intern Mark. Yeah, I'm thinking uh Vega and uh and uh Baszler. I got to go with the Bassler. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we go to the King of the Ring tournament finals. Either Sami Zayn or Finn Balor uh, versus Jinder Mahal or Xavier Woods. Uh, and I will go with uh, Sami Zayn defeating Finn Balor uh, on SmackDown tomorrow. Jinder Mahal losing to Xavier Woods. So my finals are Zayn and Xavier Woods. And I have Xavier Woods as your. 2021 king of the ring intern mark you know what i'm thinking uh the same match with woods with uh, elijah woods and uh sammy zane i gotta go with zane i think zane's gonna pull this one out all right uh matt i have the exact same finish you do jim uh woods over zane all right ryan i didn't think 
Sami Zayn plays in Saudi Arabia. Oh shit! You so, you are right. I have, or at least uh, he hasn't before. You're a hundred percent before. Right. I don't think he's going to start now. I have Finn Balor, um, and Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods wins. That is a great point, Charlie. I love the spirit of the thing, guy. If you want to get us hooked up with a uh, a, a blue true sponsorship, uh, you can you can do that. Until then, I won't post or uh, read the the sponsor ads on the air. Uh, Tim, go ahead. Um, WWE, do the right thing. King Woods, please. I don't care who. I don't care it's how. It's got to be Woods. King Woods. It has it, to be. It has to be Woods. Um, King Woods. Then we go. <sighs> Here comes the blue chew comment, right? Bobby! Lashley versus... Goldberg and as much as I hate it I think part of the reason you had a big E cash in and a title change when you did is so that we sacrifice Bobby Lashley to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia uh, but it is not for a title so if, if, if Lashley had to die if his title reign had to die for uh, Goldberg to not be WWE champion then Bobby Lashley is a better man than I am because I unfortunately have Bill Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, um, winning in Saudi Arabia next Thursday in a match that I'm sure will just be awful. Um, Tim. I've also got Bill Goldberg. <sighs> Ryan. Don't care. <laughs> pick, pick one, please. Goldberg. Thank you. Uh, Matt. Goldberg. Uh, intern Mark. <laughs> I assume that's not actually your pick, though. <laughs> you, you know what? I think I'm going to have to go with Bobby. Oh, you, you know, if anybody knows Bobby! anything about being lost out, being lost in the desert, and coming out a winner, it's Bobby. He's know. been practicing for for years in the Grand Canyon. So he's ready. He is. Devin says Goldberg as well. Uh, then we go to a singles match for the WWE Championship. Uh, Big E defending against Drew McIntyre. Uh, he's got to retain. Absolutely. Intern Mark. Got to be the capital E. Matt. Correct. E. Ryan. Uh, Drew McIntyre hasn't been around the uh, championship picture for a while, so... Uh... Biggie. <laughs> uh, Tim. Biggie. Sure. Tim. Biggie. <laughs> All right. Tag team match Biggie. for the Raw. Tag team titles. RK Bro defending against AJ Styles <laughs> and Omos. Um, RK Bro retains here. I, I don't. I don't know if we get any titles moving on this show. Um, RK Bro's got to got to retain. Tim. RK Bro. Ryan. Yep. RK Bro. All right. Matt. Bro. Intern Mark. Bro. 
And then we go triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defending against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Um, despite Becky moving to Raw, uh, I think she is going to retain because the following night on SmackDown, we're just going to have one of those awkward uh, changing of the title things like they did with the tag team titles uh, two years ago during the draft because... Charlotte's not losing her title between now and next week, so um, Becky will retain uh, in turn mark. He's nodding. Bro. <laughs> no, we did that one. Uh, we did that one already. Uh, I got to go with uh, Becky Lynch. She's going to retain. It's going to happen. All right, Matt. Becky Lynch. Bro. Right. Rebecca Lynch. Thank you. Tim. Um I'm gonna go Sasha Banks. Okay. Is she is she still on SmackDown post draft? I honestly don't even remember at this point. <laughs> I believe she did get drafted to the land of the smack. Okay. Uh, and then finally, Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'm going to have Roman retain here. Um, there's been some buzz this week that we thought The Rock versus Roman was going to be a Survivor Series. Now they're thinking it's not going to happen until not next year's WrestleMania, but the following in Hollywood. Um, I'm not sure that I totally buy that, but um, I think the reign of Roman is uh, is going to continue here. Tim. Roman's reign continues. Ryan. Uh, Roman's reign should continue. I just feel like it's going to be Brock. I'm going to go Brock Lesnar here, folks. Okay. I I wouldn't necessarily hate it. I mean, I hate the whole show. I'm not watching <laughs> a, a fucking second of it. It's at a Thursday at like 3 in the Th- afternoon or noon. some shit. Who's got time for that? I used to. I used well, to. used to. Not anymore, big boy. I have I have a job where I actually have to pay attention to my job. It sucks. Brock Lesnar. Big <laughs> uh, Matt. Brock. All right. And Mark. Well, I don't know how he's going to do it, but I think Reigns is going to retain the remain champion. All right. Um, there you go. Devin says Reigns, but a dirty finish so they can continue the rivalry. Yeah, I think Heyman gets involved somehow or something. It's Or one of the Usos throws the towel. I know Matt loves when they do that. So um, something, something. It's not going to be, it's not going to be clean by any, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, let's give a preemptive grade. F minus. <laughs> Agreed. F. All right. F, uh, F minus. Uh, Mark. I'll give it a D. I'm going to give it the D. All right. What do we got? This show is going to be trash. Uh, Jason, are you just catching it? Were you, were you listening during the AEW segment or are you talking about Crown Jewel? Uh, Tim. I think this is going to be a B plus show. 
Devin gives it a C. Yeah, I think it's going to be somewhere in that Ooh. in that B category. <laughs> like most most of the Saudi shows, most of the matches usually deliver. Now the the Undertaker Goldberg match was one of the worst matches ever. Uh, the Kane and Undertaker versus Degeneration X was one of the worst matches ever. Um, but a lot of times they 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 these shows do deliver. Um, like I said, this time not really going to be able to watch it like I like I used to be able to, but um you know it's it's the only pay-per-view this month so um they're they're you know they're, i think they're going to put some of their best feet forward on this one uh all right that is going to bring us uh to our close this week unless anybody has anything else they want to add you can do that while you wrap things up so i'll throw it to you mark first got anything to plug or add this week? Hey, i'll see everybody uh you know, at this uh, Wednesday at Funk's Brewing, for uh, it's going to be music bingo. I'm I'm looking for somebody to join the team. Don't what? Music see bingo. Guys, we're getting getting along. Jason says it'll be an A plus if Oldberg knocks himself out again. <laughs> uh, Matt, woman of the week this week. Yep, uh, woman of the week is Myra Diaz Gomez. So go give her a follow on Instagram. If you go to our Instagram page at Three Count Thursday, you can find her. And every woman of the week, give them a, a follow, give their posts a like. Uh, each post like contributes to the vote towards their women of the year status. All right, uh, Ryan, anything? Uh, no, nothing, nothing. Um, All right, Luna Kitty, on, thanks for tuning in again. Let's have a, let's have a safe Kitty. week. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Now. I'm gonna go watch the Eagles lose. Bye. Uh, the the Fiend versus Goldberg can still go booking to till go fuck yourself. I think we get the general idea there. <laughs> Tim, got anything to plug? Not the Toolman across all platforms. Uh, uh, Final wrestling place, viewers' choice, other podcasts that I do. Um, but uh, tell your people you love them. Uh, tell people, tell your people you care about them, and um, don't be afraid to give people the recognition in your life that they deserve um, before you may not have that opportunity ever again. So uh, be mindful, be thoughtful this coming up week, and we'll see you back here on Thursday, Big Jim. Yeah, it's a great point. I like the way you end that. Uh, you can follow the show at Three Count Thursday. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Go to threecountthursday.com. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on uh, all of our social media. Buy the merch over at the T Public Store. Uh, collar and elbow brand deal. Uh, it's all right there. You go to threecountthursday.com. Any of our social medias have uh, the link tree. Check out our networks, NGSC Sports and the Leave Sports and music network thank everybody for tuning in we appreciate it and interacting with us and giving us a great topic for next week that we're going to talk about so enjoy your week stay safe stay smart and go for the pins